Hello and welcome everyone, I'm Chris Arreo. And I'm Eric Fiorelli. And this is the Entertainment Shelf Podcast, a podcast talking about video games, movies, and the occasional board game. Today is October 22nd, 2016, and this is episode one of the Entertainment Shelf Podcast. So hey everyone, this is episode one. We figured we'd start off by talking about what this podcast is, Eric. Right, once a week we'll sit down to discuss video games, movies, and if it feels right, board games. More specifically, it will be what we have been playing or watching over the week, and we'll also cover any big news like announcements or trailers pertaining to video games and movies. So that was a little bit about the podcast, now a little bit about us, the host. Uh, My name's Chris, I love film, I'm an aspiring filmmaker, I've been watching film as long as I can remember. That being said, I also love video games, and that's why I'm here talking with Eric. Yeah, and my name's Eric. Uh, I'm more of the of the game guy. I'm, I obviously also love film too, but uh, Chris is a real cinema critic, uh, and I, I'm more of like a casual watcher. Uh, and uh, video games, I mean, I've been playing them since I uh, really I can remember. Uh, I had a, I think the Game Boy was my very first system, and I've uh, stuck with them ever since. Um, I'm in college right now. I'm, uh, I'm majoring in accounting and also financial planning. Uh, but in my free time, I love to uh, consume uh, media like video games and movies. Yeah, so since seventh grade, me and Eric have known each other, and we've been talking about video games and movies pretty much on a weekly basis, so we finally decided why not record it. So with that being said, to get to know us even more, here's our top three movies and games. Okay, Eric, you're up. What's your first game on your top three? Yeah, so uh, I guess uh, this isn't in no particular order, but uh, the first game I'd like to talk about is Mario Kart 8. Mario Kart 8. Yes. Not uh, 7, 6, 5? <laughs> well, no. Uh, really, it, it came down between uh, Mario Kart 8, and uh, which is on the Wii U, and Mario Kart Double Dash for the GameCube. But aren't they all the same? You just like drive and throw similar si- at people? Similar concepts. Yeah. Uh, well, no. Uh, I guess real quick. Uh, the reason I love Double Dash uh, so much is because it uh, it let you team up with a, a friend rather than uh, pretty much every other game you're racing against your that friends. That must have been hard for you, finding friends to team up with. <laughs> well, actually, uh, I normally would team up with my older sister for okay. the most part. All right. Yeah. No at, shame in that. We weren't, we weren't too great at either of us at the time, but it was still, it was still a fun, a fun way to uh, not be throwing, you know, a controller at one another for, for beating each other. All right, I think that's as in-depth as we can get about Mario Kart 8. Well, that was actually Double Dash. Sure it was. <laughs> exactly. My point. Uh, <laughs> real quick, real quick though, on Mario Kart 8, right. which is actually my favorite. Uh, I just love how polished of a game it is. Uh, it's just so much fun. And uh, really the soundtrack, I don't know if you've heard the soundtrack, Chris, but no. it is amazing. It's it's completely orchestrated. Nintendo's uh, been doing that. With real instruments? Real real life instruments, yes. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, and it sounds, it just sounds so good. But uh, yeah, the game's just so shiny and it's so fast. And I like shiny. It's super addicting, so. I played one of them, but I really couldn't tell which because, you know. There's been eight, so yeah, yeah. I guess they call, you know, They're kind of. the same. No, nah, well. <laughs> okay, so moving off to another game that has pretty similar games. Uh, what's your next one? Uh, yeah, so um, next I'd like to talk about uh, Civ Five Civilization. Five. Uh, wait, does this include the uh, Brave New World expansion? <laughs> yes, I, I have all the expansions. Okay. Uh, yeah, so Civ is my favorite strategy game. Uh, I play a good amount of strategy games like Fire Emblem, uh, uh, games games of that nature. But uh, Civ, it's just, once again, 
it's such aesthetically pleasing to see. Honestly, uh, I one of the main reasons I bought my PC uh, was to play Civ Five. Wow. Yeah, which <laughs> hope you got a lot of good use out of that PC. Uh, yeah, I get I get a good amount of use out of it for sure. Just Civ Five though. Well, I mean, that's, you know, I also wanted to play AAA games uh, on my PC, but yeah, Civ Five, uh, just, it's, it's such an in-depth strategy game. Like one game goes on typically for, you know, like 40 hours. So it's, it's just. So how many hours at a time do you usually put into it? Well, that's, that's the problem. I'd, I'd like to put in, you know, like one hour at a time, but it's so hard to do that because you don't want to put it down and then you'll forget where you left off. So strategy games are like that. You but have it's to keep a constant pace. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like you. I so rarely can sit down for five hours to play Civ. So it's like it's a, like a love hate game. I I just wish I had all the time. I feel like I'm going to retire, and when I have nothing better to do, I'm just gonna you will ma- retire one day. I'm, yeah, at 65, I'm gonna retire and master Civ Five. I'm gonna be playing on on you know the highest difficulty and just be a pro at it. I mean, Civ 25 will be out by then, but I won't care. Yeah, back in my day, we played Civ Five. <laughs> so uh is that it on Civ Five or Yeah, that's it. Uh okay. so the last game, uh some people might say recent itis, but uh I would say that. <laughs> it's it's Rocket League. So okay. I, I own Rocket League on two different platforms, Xbox One and PC. Lucky uh, you. Yeah, unfortunately I didn't uh I don't have a PS4, so I didn't get it for free at any point. But uh Rocket League, the thing I love about it most, I mean I've played plenty of sports games, uh you know, over the years, but sport games always have, you know, that, that over the top view, right? Like you're looking down yeah. as you play rocket league. It's not first person, obviously, but you're, you're like on the field and you feel like you're, you have full control over the car and you, you just feel like you're a player on the field. It's, it's like, that's what I kind of, you know, want virtual reality to be, but that's a whole nother. You want sports players to be cars. <laughs> yes. I mean, I love rocket league too. I think it's a great game. It's fun. We played it a lot together. I love what they're doing with it too. Uh, it's it's twenty dollars, and then every single piece of content, aside from uh, like cosmetic, like different cars that you can buy, uh, has been free. Uh, like they put out new maps, new modes. Yeah, the modes have been great. Yeah, what hockey was like the first one. What did and they then, do? Basketball. Yeah, they. I think basketball was next. Now they have that rumble mode. Yeah, rumble's great. Yeah, rumbles. Rumble's awesome. It's but, like a whole new game with rumble. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I've put in I think almost one one hundred and fifty hours into this game. At the, so that's why I'm saying I don't think it's really recentitis. I mean, I've had the game for at, at least a year by now. I really think I'm gonna be playing this for years to come. I think it's a great game. Maybe too soon to put it in the top three. But yeah, I, respect, I can respect that. I respect it though, as an option. I do want to say uh, there, there's like a list of ten games I could have easily put on my top three, and I just kind of, you know, I just went with. Did our, most with, of them include all the Mario Karts? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Double Dash, I guess, Double was Dash, up there. Of course, Double Dash. But you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, how about we throw it to you? Uh, talk about your top three. All right. Uh, my top three games are a little different than Eric. I. Usually go more strategy or like indie games. So my first game is uh, Crusader Kings Two. Uh, Not Civ Four. No, it's it's more in depth, and I like it. It's more. Um, Chris has all right. I'm gonna stop you for a second. Chris has put 
I think the most hours in this game than anybody on the planet. Well, that's why it's in my top three. I, I go onto Steam and I, I look at Chris's, you know, like recently played or whatever. It, it says Crusaders King, well, like 850 hours, something just. Well, I was going to talk about how you had like, what, 150 yeah, hours Which in sounds Rocket like nothing League. to that's, some that's, people. That's great. That's nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm close to getting to a thousand hours played. How many, how many hours are legit? Not, not like, oh, okay, I, I, I ran off to lot, dinner. Yeah, a lot of them aren't legit. I just leave it on because I can't, I don't want to close it out. But only so many of them couldn't have been, I mean, at least, at least. You say you clear- can't sit down and play five hours of Civ Five. I can play like 10 hours of Crusader Kings. Yeah. And just sit there and play. That's pretty impressive. Uh, the, the main reason is that it's not just like the base game. There's great mods for it. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, they have a great mod for it. I spend plenty of hours playing that. It's really like. You put more like I modded Minecraft once. Into it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's it's a more role playing. You uh like you have a dynasty member. You gotta keep your dynasty alive. Uh, you gotta like have kids. Make sure you have enough to keep alive. You gotta assassinate people to gain power. It's all about building prestige for your dynasty. It's a really cool game. Uh, I would check it out if you're into that kind of stuff. It's a it's a pretty old game at this point, right? Uh, I don't I don't, like I don't know how many years it's been now. Like. Probably close to five. I don't know. Really? Okay. All right. Uh, it's by Paradox. Uh, they've done a lot of cool games like, uh, what is it? Uh, Hearts of Iron. That's pretty cool. I don't, I'm, But my favorite is uh, Crusader Kings because I'm into the medieval stuff. And uh, that's pretty much it for that. Uh, my next game, way different than Crusader Kings, but it's a, it's a smaller game. It's a roguelike dungeon crawler, The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth. Uh, this game's cool. I've showed it to you before. Yes. You called it what, like similar to Zelda? Uh, yeah, a little, little bit. It depends which Zelda you're talking about, but it is like that over the over the head yeah. view, and you're just. I mean, this is like uh, it's randomly generated, correct? Every time you play. Yes, that's what makes it so great. Is that it's replayability. It's only like, like I would say, like goes from like a half hour, maybe even like twenty minutes to an hour of gameplay varies between there. Uh. It's fast it's cre- paced. It's created by Emmy McMillan. He's from you might have known him from Super Meat Boy. Right. Yes. He was on Any Game the Movie. Great game. Team Meat. Uh he's a great guy. Uh the game is fun. It's easy to pick up. That's why I like it. And it's like uh, you just play it whenever you want. You know, you don't really need to be thinking about it. It's like get in, play it, put it down, you're done. Yeah, it's great. Last game. There's also I wanted to mention uh After Birth Plus is coming out. It's a new expansion on it. After Birth is an expansion on Rebirth, and it's a rebirth uh remake of the original Binding of Isaac. So I'm excited for Plus. I hope it adds way more cooler stuff. My last game, I don't know if anyone's really heard of it. It's Mountain Blade. It's really indie. Uh, I haven't played it in a while, though. It's but a deep cut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, got, you got soldiers with swords. You got horses. We haven't played this one together, right? N- no, it's, okay. uh, it's single player. But I also love this game for another reason, similar to CQ2, is that there's a Game of Thrones mod for it. And I love Game of Thrones. And I like be able to play in that kind of world, so I play that a lot. You tr- conquer castles. You um you build up like a an army. You recruit guys. It's pretty cool. They have a new one coming out for this too. It's I think it's a uh, Bannerlord. I'm excited for that. It'll say cool updates for it. So I'm excited for that coming out. That's my top three. Right. I can I can respect that list. Can you? To some degree. All right. Sure. That's good enough. I'll take that. <laughs> All right, so uh, now uh, I guess it's time to move on to our top three movies. Uh, I guess I will uh, start that off. All right. All right, well, this one is a little bit more in order because my all-time favorite movie is 
The Godfather Part One. I am That's a good movie. Thank you. <laughs> Glad I got your approval. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything uh, that has to do with the Italian mafia, it's I'm just like all for it. I, I just eat that stuff up. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> yeah. Right. Ex- right yeah. Yeah, I hear a line from that. <laughs> but, uh, you yeah, know, actually, I read the book before I, I watched the movie, and, and that's really kind of what made me want to see the movie. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Do you think reading the book adds to your love for it? Does it add to the movie, you think? Or is it yeah, completely different? Yes. No. I mean, as, as you know, people say all the time, the book's better than, than the movie. I say that all the time. Right, yeah. Uh, smart people say that. And uh, in this case, uh, it's, it's true. The book, I feel like, was better just because... There's so many characters in the movie and you get, you know, way more detail in the book, obviously. Uh, so I, I was glad I read the book first because I felt like I knew, you know, going in, I, I had background information that they didn't necessarily go into. Is there into. any smaller characters in the movie that are like way bigger in the book or is it? Like- yeah, like, uh, I mean, I guess there's no spoilers at this point. It's a pretty old yeah, movie. I think we're uh, good. Yeah, but Michael's uh, wife, uh, his second wife, uh, yeah. yeah, she she plays a lot bigger of a part uh, in in the uh the book not like a huge but i mean you just get more detail on you know her. more about her yeah okay. yeah you uh you you were like inside michael's mind when he first meets her and you know like he starts to like immediately like fantasize about her and okay. it's yeah you just kind of like get way more detail but yeah i mean i quick side note i know a lot of people would probably say godfather part two is their favorite i can't say that because i haven't seen it okay uh, well i've heard i've heard a lot of people say that uh they're once again they're like right there super close uh almost practically a tie the reason i like godfather part one a little bit more is because it's like the family is like all together before it gets super dysfunctional don carleone right so like that's another big thing i mean you get him kind of in the second one right with robert de niro (laughs) yeah that part is awesome the flashback with robert de niro is amazing but no, I really just like the first one is like, you know, it's all getting started and the family's together. They're working together. And it's, you know, pretty much before it gets super dysfunctional, as you know, you can imagine, you know, a crime ridden family like that uh, would would happen. But um, yeah, so I'm going to move on to these next two aren't really in order, um, but I'm a big comedy guy. I like to, you know, watch funny movies. I'm like not everyone. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I'm not huge on horror, but comedy yeah sure throw it on out comedy comedy horror you know that yeah i can get into that a yeah. little bit more yeah for sure but uh anchorman one is it's got to be classy san diego <laughs> he says that it's at one point yes it does <laughs> i was just saying that so lucky often. guess uh no but uh it's got to be my favorite comedy uh with ron burgundy uh it's it's just so funny the whole i love uh spoofs of anchorman like when, when they uh you know, just act and and just say you know like ridiculous things because yeah, it's like a whole spoof on kind of like the whole news. Program. Yeah, like they're act. Yeah, they have like the deep voices and you know they just say like ridiculous things. Yeah, and, and like how like news people like use like random crap to yeah. like get like views. Exactly, stuff. exactly. Uh, I just yeah. thought it was uh, such a funny movie. I mean, I don't want to spend. It's a comedy. I don't want to spend a whole ton of time. Well, on I was it. gonna say I like. Like going back and watching re, uh, Anchorman, it's cool to see like you got Jack Black in an awesome scene where he kicks Baxter <laughs> off a bridge. It's like, oh, Which it's is Jack like, Black. It's the most, it's so clearly a rag doll that he kicks. It's amazing. <laughs> That's what makes it better. Yeah. It's, is that it has that. Yeah. If, if they try to make it like more realistic, I would have like felt bad, but it's like <laughs> the most obvious rag doll that ever. It's so funny. Yeah. I wasn't even mad. <laughs> no. I was impressed, no. actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's also Seth Rogen's the camera guy in it. Right, right. Like it's like oh, Seth the whole Rogen. the whole part with uh with the pattern on his on his pants when he's talking to Veronica. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, and then lastly, uh, the Dark Knight. Dark Knight's a great movie. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's so many you know superhero movies uh, out out these days. You know, like more than multiple come out a year at this point. Uh, but the Dark Knight. So Batman and Iron Man are my two favorite uh, superheroes. Uh, the reason I like them so much is because they seem like the most realistic. Uh, you know. Now not- is this? Are you a fan of Iron Man pre Iron Man one movie? Or is the movies what got you in the movie? I mean, I knew about Iron Man, but yeah, the first Iron yeah. Man movie like got me hooked. I'm like, wow. Yeah. yeah, I would say the same for me. Yeah, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, neither of them, you know, they weren't like bitten or like, you know, they didn't fall in a, a toxic, you know, waste and then they yeah, got like their they super. They earned their powers. Exactly. They're just like rich dudes who are like. <laughs> <laughs> really like, smart. Yeah. yeah they so. have everything. They're perfect. Uh, yeah. Except but, one's got parent issues and the other one's got alcohol issues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to sum it up, I guess. Uh, we have our faults. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so back to The Dark Knight. Uh, I actually, that was the first movie I ever saw in IMAX. And it oh, was, yeah? yeah, it was such a good movie to see in IMAX. The screen was like three times the size of a, of a regular movie theater. Uh, the sound was just blasting. It was, it was amazing. And, you know, Heath Ledger obviously was just the best Joker I've ever seen. And uh, I think we were like in seventh grade that summer of seventh grade before seventh grade is when it came out i remember not seeing it in theaters i did see batman begins in theaters okay but i didn't see that one yeah i remember everyone talking about it at the time yeah well i mean just to wrap it up uh dark knight it's just especially with like the new batman movie the batman v superman and seeing what it's kind of like turning into i just i i really wish that they could go back and make more movies superhero movies like that i'm a big fan of people like movies that have a beginning and end like nowadays, it's all about continuing the franchise. Exactly. You're never going to stop. How can we make this go for 40 more years? Stories have a beginning and an end. Yeah. And every... every Especially with superheroes. There's so many different timelines. Like, it, it's, yeah. what's wrong with having uh, one Batman for three movies and then casting a new one for like a different, completely different timeline? Like, no one's going to care. I mean... Sp- I mean, they've been recasting Batman for forever. True, exactly. I mean, Batman forever. I mean, we we know it. It all obviously all comes down to money. So, I mean, this conversation, like, we know the answer. They, if they know that if they put out a new one, people are gonna go pay and watch it. So now, okay, we talk about Dark Knight. How do you you like the first one? Begins Batman Begins. Yeah, absolutely. I think that one's really really great. The third one, do you like that one? So yeah, the third one, I know, <laughs> it's a good movie. It's I I don't like it. Okay, I'm yeah, I'm definitely not gonna say I don't like it. I do. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. Like it's okay movie. It's passable. I, but when you have the first two being so great, it's like you almost had a perfect trilogy, and then you missed your chance. Yeah, I mean it was a misslip for sure. Um, I love Christopher Nolan, but I feel like he uh, dropped the ball in the third one. I can agree with that. I mean, if nothing else, they had some pretty awesome scenes in it. You know, with like the whole stadium collapsing, things like that. Yeah, it's cool scenes, but like. I mean, Moments you need like, more than that. Yeah, and also like the stupid things, like adding Robin for no reason, like like name dropping him. You could add the Joseph. Yeah, yeah. What, what was up with that? Right. Yeah. It was weird. Also, like Batman gets back to Gotham, and then he goes and spends time building a nice picture of Batman in flames on a building when he couldn't <laughs> save people. It's uh, it's questionable, but I still I enjoy all three of them. The two I enjoy a lot more than the third one. 
I have all three on Blu-ray, so I can't hate it the third one that much. But. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna knock it too hard, but it's definitely the the worst out of the three. All right, so I guess we're gonna move on to my top three. Is that your top three already? Yep. Yep, I'm all okay. Done. So uh, my top three was really hard. I have so many movies. I don't really have a movie like people say like, "What's your favorite movie?" I don't really have a number one. Right, right, yeah. Because it constantly changes for me. Of course. But usually, I would say when someone push comes to shove, I say Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is directed by Edgar Wright. It stars uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. It's part of the uh, Cornetto trilogy, you know, with Shaun of the Dead and um, At World's End. Uh, it's my favorite of three. It's my favorite comedy. I think it's hilarious. Have you have you seen Hot Fuzz? I've seen parts. Uh, I've never been a huge fan, but I mean, I can't I can't say anything about it too bad because I haven't seen it like start to end. You know. Yeah. Well, we need to we need to fix that. We need to watch it start to it's, end. You know, it's a good time to watch it right now with you know I, I know it's not a halloween movie but it's you know i guess it does it does have some like mystery and like some kind of horror elements it has like it's based on has some like references to like the omen and stuff which is like pretty scary i right, guess right uh but it's basically about a police officer named nicholas angel who is simon Pegg, who was like the best police officer you can imagine like he's perfect at his job and i um they send him away because he's just too great and he's embarrassing everyone they send him away to a small village who has like no crime at all and then mystery unfolds it might be there is actually some bad things going on and then simon Pegg teams up with nick frost who's not so great of a cop and like <laughs> and shenanigans ensue exactly yeah uh also if you're a game of thrones fan uh sandor roy roy mccann He's in it. He plays a really interesting character. It's, he's funny. All right, how many more Game of Thrones references? <laughs> I, I just got to keep throwing them in there. Um, David Bradley, this is for people who also like Harry Potter. He's in there. He's also in Game of Thrones. He plays Walter Frey. He's also Filch in Harry Potter. And uh, Peter Jackson, the director of The Lord of the Rings, which might be important in the next segment, my next uh, favorite movie. And he plays a small cameo where he plays Santa Claus who, gets, who stabs Simon Pegg. <laughs> so... That's cool. All right, so sounds like you're about to segue into your next. Yes, one. Uh, my next favorite movie. I guess I can't. I can't list them all as my favorite. So I'm gonna say, The Lord of the Rings: The Two Towers is one of my favorite movies. Um, specifically, that one is. Scott. I want to stop you for a second. Lord of the Rings, your favorite trilogy, correct? Yeah, I would say it's my favorite trilogy. Followed by Star Wars. Uh, Back to the Future, maybe. Second, really, over Star or Indiana Wars. Indiana Jones. Even the prequels. Oh, definitely not. The <laughs> I'm kidding. We're adding prequels, then it's definitely not there. Don't don't. It's not a trilogy anymore. Don't turn off the podcast. That was a joke. Okay. 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 Uh, okay yeah, yeah. I, I just, don't know. Maybe the original Star Wars trilogy will be second. Lord okay. of the Rings is definitely number one. Yeah, I just want to make that clear. And specifically, to it has great action at Helm's Deep. We know that where Gandalf comes down and saves everyone. It's great. So also, I, people don't like the ants. They're the giant talking trees. I like them. I like them a lot. I can do it. Well, they say it's slow. I don't know if people don't like them specifically, but that's the I tried slow. reading the book, the first book. That is, I mean, if you want to talk about slow, they're just walking and walking and walking. Well, no, I know the book's very, very old. So, you know, I guess they had, you know, time back I mean, then. I need to confess, I haven't, I read almost the first book. I stopped at one point and it's never got back to it. I need to. I have all three books. I mean, I got to get back to it. It was great when I was reading it. I was enjoying it. I just need to get back to it. But uh, back to why I like two specifically best better than one or three is because the action. Also, Sam's speech is awesome in that. In case you've never seen it, just Google it. Sam's speech in Two Towers. It's great. And Andy Serkis is way more is like very prominent in this as Gollum. 
and he's great. Andy Serkis is amazing. He deserves an Oscar. Hopefully, he gets it one day. And uh, I don't. There's nothing really to say story wise because I just love all the story and all of it. But like that's specifically why two out of the other, other three. Okay. All right. What's your uh, third favorite all right, movie? My third favorite movie. This one was hard because I have a lot of movies tied for this spot. Really. Right. Yeah. But I chose a movie that's maybe not necessarily my in my what's top your, what's three. What's your third favorite movie today? Is really what the question even is. Even today, I wouldn't say I'm just putting this movie on here because I want it's not it doesn't get enough recognition. It's a really good movie. It's uh Super, directed by James Gunn. You ever see uh Super uh Kick Ass? Uh no. I I mean I know what it is, but I didn't get around to it. Well, it's the problem it was like no one really knew about it is because Kick Ass came out the same exact time and it's sim- similar premise. You have a guy who trying to become a superhero, but superheroes aren't real. It's not like he, he's not Iron Man or Batman. Right, right, right. And uh, he just kind of like makes a suit. Yeah. And yeah. Well, he decides he's done with like, he's fed up with people getting away with bad things and he's going to stop it. It stars Rain Wilson, the white from The Office. That's who it is. Nice. Uh, directed by James Gunn, who directed Guardians of the Galaxy. Ellen Page, Kevin Bacon, and Liv Tyler. They're all great actors. They're all in it. Kevin Bacon's great as the, as the bad guy. So Rain Wilson plays Frank. He's like an average man. Like he doesn't have a lot of great things going for him. But like the one thing that was good for him is that his he looks. Met, he met no. <laughs> he let he met Liv Tyler, his wife, and sh- she's like his happiest moment in his life. And then he loses her to Kevin Bacon because she's a drug addict and he's a drug dealer. And uh, <laughs> match made in heaven. Rain Wilson as Frank has to now get her back. And he assumes he he has a moment which is great in the movie where he has to now his call to action become the Crimson Bolt, which is a superhero name, and it's a great moment. And then he dons the Crimson Bolt and comedy. And Crimson Bolt is that say, is that a uh, made up superhero or is well, that action actually? Uh, it's Frank's. He's Crimson Bolt. Okay, but that's not like a superhero from no, you know no, a universe. Not that I'm aware of. Okay, but he does go to a comic book store and like gets ideas for like how to become a superhero right okay he decides on his weapon of choice is a wrench and uh there's some great gruesome scenes with that (laughs) i wouldn't really say it's a comedy it's funny in moments but it's also very dramatic makes you kind of question if you should be laughing or (laughs) if this is like really the answer is no (laughs) some great scenes where like like rain wilson does a great crying face and it's like i feel bad for him but it's also hilarious watching him cry gotcha okay Definitely check it out. It didn't get great reviews. Like on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like around 48 or something. Uh, it cost nothing to make, like $2 million, But it didn't do well. I don't understand why it didn't do well. I mean, I'm, I think it's ahead of its time it was. Like if it came out now with all these comic book movies, I think it's a breath of, breath of fresh air. Give it a watch for sure. Moving on, I guess now to... Uh, What's been on my, my shelf? Uh, yes. Yeah, so on... My gaming shelf, basically, uh, what I've been playing recently. I'm going to start off talking about Super Mario World. Yes, the Super Nintendo game. So I have a a new uh, Nintendo 3DS and, uh, you know, a few months back, they started to add Super Nintendo games uh, to the eShop. So perfect opportunity for me to play some of these games that I've never gotten to experience that I've heard such good things about. Because like I said, I'm in college. I mean, you probably guess, but I'm I'm 20 years old. So I didn't, you know, I wasn't around to play all these uh, Super Nintendo games back now, then. Now, I have Super Mario World. I just haven't played it. You have the cartridge? Yes. I was thinking about playing it just for this podcast. But like, hey, this is what I've been playing. They like to match up with you, yeah. but... 
I just well, haven't I, gotten the mo- like the mood for it. Okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm a I'm a huge platforming uh, platformer guy. So there's a lot of options out there for platformers. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, Mario, the Mario games are you know arguably the best platformers ever made. So I mean, sure. specific ones, uh, Super Mario World being one of those. It's like just for like this like. Be clear, I have played Mario games. Right. Oh, yeah, of course. I don't know which ones they were, but I played That's them. fair enough. They're pretty similar. Yeah. But yeah, I I beat the game in 12 hours. Uh, side note, I did... Is that fast or is that what well, it's like? It's a little, average? it's a little hard to tell because I used uh, save states, which I know some people... <sighs> yeah, some people are like, oh, that's blas- blasphemy. But... I uh, can't believe you did that. No, I mean, I didn't use them in like ridiculous ways. Uh, I would say I would save the game after I fully beat a level. So at no point did I use a save state within a level like, oh, I got past that really tough part. Now I'm going to save it. As long as you can like reconcile it with yourself. I think (laughs) I think you're fine. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. I just really kind of wanted to get through the whole game and experience it. Actually, there's I'm pretty sure there's a couple uh, like secret worlds uh, that I can still unlock that hopefully at some point i'll get back to uh to unlocking uh but yeah no the game feels amazing it's one of those platformers i'm so happy to have a d-pad to to uh to use because you need that precision and uh it it, i mean it's a pixel game like it's a super nintendo game but it it has that charm like i i just really like the aesthetics of a lot of the super nintendo games it's very that's what everyone says about nintendo games very bright uh and you know it had some pretty cool power-ups, like Mario can get a cape and he can fly around. Uh, right. That's where that started, all that stuff? All like the power-ups and stuff? No. I wouldn't uh, know. I played Super Mario Bros. 3, which was on the NES. I think that's the oldest one. I mean, I played the original Super Mario Bros., but that wasn't even of like a platformer, really. That's kind of a different game. Okay. But Super Mario Bros. 3 had, you know, all like the mushrooms and the fireballs, all that as well. I love mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mario does. Mario... He uses plenty of mushrooms throughout all these games, but uh, good for him. Yeah, I mean, all right. So that's probably enough on that. Uh, actually, okay. So, so uh, your next one? Yeah. Well, going into my next one, it's another Super Nintendo game that I've been excited for that. <laughs> that I've been playing on my uh, new 3DS. Uh, it's a link to the past. Okay. So uh, I haven't played Zelda. You haven't played any, like? No. Okay. That's fair enough. Um, I, I would I would like to. I just haven't had the chance. I've played several. Uh, most recently, I've beaten uh, Wind Waker. They had the HD remake on okay. Wii U. I saw some footage on that. It looked cool. Yeah, it's an awesome game. I mean, Zelda games, and once again, they f- follow the same formula for the most part. So if you played one, you can kind of, you know, you kind of know what to expect, uh, you okay. know, barring some different storylines and things like that. But yeah, this is another. It just looks so good. The I love that, you know, the 16-bit uh, pixels, and it's it's like, so it's an over-the-top, again, uh, view that, that you're seeing, uh, but instead of, uh, like, a, a different SNES game, like Earthbound, where you get into an encounter with somebody, and then it turns into kind of like a Pokemon, where it's a turn-based, you like, you know, you have, like, four yeah. options, with A Link to the Past and Zelda, it's you have like you, you it's it's real time so you like you have your sword and you'll okay, see an enemy cool. and then you start slashing them and yeah it's just 
and you have to you know figure out the best place to hit enemies and like you know use your boomerang on certain enemies so like you know like heads more damage points than like arm or something not necessarily uh from i'm about uh 12 hours into this game as well but um they just have weakness spots yeah like some if you hit certain enemies on a certain spot it just won't do damage so yeah, yeah um and uh it's i mean so far i'm loving it the dungeons are super fun there's a lot of cool puzzles in them i think that's probably enough on that for now but um okay yeah and then uh i also i'm very interested in your next game okay yeah you i know you know what this game is and it's it's Downwell. so have you have you uh, ever bought this i own Downwell. it's very cheap it's like three bucks on yeah. steam and it's it's great for the price okay cool so I actually bought it on my iPhone because it's on iOS, uh, which I I really don't play a whole ton of games on my iPhone. I'm not I'm not a huge on touchscreen controls, so unless yeah, it's, me neither. Right, so unless it's like a slow game or like a game where it's like turn based, I normally don't like it. And to be honest, I haven't been real thrilled with the controls on Downwell either, but. It's such a good game that it overcome. I think it's great on PC, the controls. Oh, absolutely. Because you cannot use a keyboard, yeah. mouse, or you know, an Xbox controller. Uh, I do want to buy it on PC at some point. Like you said, it's three, it's three bucks. It's three bucks. So, but yeah, the game's so good that it, you know, the controls, you, you can forgive the controls. Uh, like sometimes, yeah, you're going to hit a button that you didn't want to, uh, but it's not a huge deal. Uh, so essentially, what Downwell is, you're, you're going i mean you're going down well like like the name of the game you're just yeah i figured that much <laughs> you it's a it's like i don't know i guess it's more like 8 bit style it, i would describe it as like just like the binding of isaac it's very similar you put like super, you, you can put like 15 20 minutes in it and feel good about it at a you time you can you can put 2 minutes in yeah, this game yeah and you feel like you accomplished something yeah because yeah it's got that really satisfying feeling where uh, after the level even if you didn't get too far it's it very will, easy to pick up too. The controls is not complicated. Yeah, and after the level, you'll uh, it'll count up all your points, and then the bar, you know, it'll move slight ever so slightly over to towards like the next level. And uh, after each level, you unlock new palettes, which is really cool. So you can change uh, how the game looks. Uh, like it normally is like a black background with red sprites, but you can get you know like a blue background it's it's pretty fun uh it makes you want to keep playing and unlocking new it's, ones it's also got like a uh, spelunky type thing where like you can stop and like go to a shop right yes kind of yeah but you don't use like you use like uh what is it like crystals hearts i forget I'm yeah they're like crystals gems okay. uh they're called gems in the you game. get it from like landing on other monsters and there's like this like red thing right that you land on and you get the gems yeah, yeah, I mean, you can go into like caves uh, and get gems, find gems there. But yeah, anytime you kill a monster, you you know a gem will pop out, and if you can get it in time, then. And it, once you're in the store, like the game freezes, right? Like the monsters stop moving and yep. things. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I tr- I don't think you can, but I tried to like kill the shop owner because I didn't have enough gems to to buy something I wanted. It didn't seem like. Yeah, I don't think you can. You, well, it's not like Spelunky like that. You can't. No, like, you kill him. but it's kind of funny because if you do jump all the way to the right where the items uh, okay. are sitting, yeah. the shop owner will like make a face oh, at yeah, you. Yeah, he gets mad. He yeah, gets yeah. Mad so I'm like, like, oh, I'm like is he going to attack me? But I don't think I don't think you can ever get to that point. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Uh, I, I haven't gotten super far into it, but I hear it get, I've seen the end. It, it's pretty cool, I think. So you can actually get to the very bottom of the well? I'm pretty sure, yeah, there's a final boss. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay, I, I had no idea. I thought it was kind of like an endless... Uh, no, eventually it ends. 
Okay, because I've gotten like three. Like you get so far, sure. and like you get new enemies. I've gotten to like three, three wells, I guess. Yeah. Where like new enemies have spawned. So, yeah, really enjoying that game. Definitely, uh, highly recommend it. Okay, so uh, moving on to uh, what I've been playing recently is a uh, Rocket League Rumble. We talked about it earlier. Rocket League Rumble is the new update where like they include power ups and stuff. Yes, I love it. Yeah. So Rumble the the first time you play Rumble. It's like playing Rocket League all over again because you just there's what like eight or so power ups that they uh, uh, ten maybe yeah probably I between I might confuse like the ten second drop down yeah later. okay but there's around you know ten or so uh, new power ups and when you first play this mode you're like this is ridiculous because there's so it's so hectic you're like this is so random what I like about it, though is like it's like starting over skill wise right in Rocket League like if you weren't like don't want to go back to Rocket League because everyone's too good it's like this is Starting a over. and it's also unranked. There's yes. no ranked mode right now, so I, I mean, it doesn't really matter if you lose. But yeah, it's super hectic. I mean, I don't want to talk too much because this is your game that you've been. I playing. mean, we we play this a lot together, so it's fine. But right. uh, I love all the power ups. I think all of them are useful, useful in their own ways, like either either defensively or offensively. I think they're very well balanced. Yeah, I think considering they might have rebalanced some things, like spikes. I think was a little bit better was, early on. And it was great. It was, spikes. I was gonna say if anything's overpowered, I think spikes. I think they changed it now. Like now you can like get the spike on your car where it slows you down and stuff and easily knocked off. You can use like ice to uh freeze the ball. Yeah, to get rid of spikes and things like that. Like you, you can count you can, can count the boxing it. glove though. No, which it kind of seems that's ridiculous. my favorite favorite power up though. It's boxing oh glove. Oh my gosh, boxing glove. Just I'll get into like the center of the that satisfying moment when you hit it and go straight <laughs> into the goal. Oh yeah, it's great. I also love harpoon, that's my second favorite. Okay. Similar to uh, boxing glove, but like it just drags you all the way across the map. It's really fun, even if you don't get a score. Yeah, yeah, you can. Some like pretty cool scenarios can happen if the ball goes flying in the air and then you harpoon and you're just like following the ball all the way up to the top of the map. Yeah, some great times with that. Uh, so that that's really for that. Um, I'm playing that many games recently, but I have been playing uh, Quiplash because nice. I've had a lot of family over recently. And Quiplash is more like a, gives you a prompt and you have to like answer it in the most funny way. Right. And then you vote on it. Whoever's there votes on it. You play with your cell phones and you right. vote yeah. on it. Who's the funniest answer? So um, I wanted to also bring up that Quiplash 2 just came out in the new uh, Jackbox uh, Party Pack 3. So I hear really? it adds new prompts, but you can also create your own prompts, which you can't do in the first one. So that's interesting. Man, so pack, you're saying I have to be even more creative? I wouldn't let you create the prompts. <laughs> okay. It's 25 bucks, I think. I think it's on sale for a little It'll less. It'll go on sale during a Steam it's sale. It's like 22 right now, but... Our, at full I, I'd price wait. is twenty five. I'd wait. I get the That's original one. Get the original one for now for cheap. Yeah, I got it for ten bucks on Xbox One for the first quick flash. But like you said, great game for family when family comes over, friends. Unless you have really unfunny people in your family. <laughs> Actually, I have played with like extended family, and the ex- extended family is, is never funny. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't want to be like offensive and like. Oh yeah, I've yeah people are like. I can only say curse words to be funny. Well, you could also just be funny. It was a good. It was still a good experience, but not you know, yeah, not the best. Sometimes also. you find out what your family's really like yeah. when this comes up. You're <laughs> you have like, to turn ah, off the system. Yeah. Maybe I should talk to Tony a little bit less. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's a great game. That's it for what I've been playing. All right. So uh, then, uh, what I've been watching, I haven't seen any movies this week, but 
I have been actually watching uh, The Sopranos. I know it's really old, and it's going back to the whole... Sopranos? Yes, going back to the whole Italian mafia thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually on the very last season, and I'm like just over halfway through. Because the last season has 20 episodes, maybe like just over 20. Uh, which the other seasons had about like 12 or so. So it takes, you know, longer to get through. They're, they're about an hour each, each episode. But I am absolutely loving it. Even the last season, I'm at the point where, like I said, there's 20 episodes. I'm halfway through. So they're just, you know, like kind of like buying time. Yeah. You feel like some episodes might have a little bit of filler in them. There's a, t- there's a ton of filler. But it's good filler, right? Yeah. It's so good. I don't care. It's like, yeah. like this storyline has nothing to do with, I know like what's going to happen later. Like, I, but it's, it's so good. The actors are so good and it's it's just like you get to know them so well and really Yeah, you care about terrible people. Yeah, they are it, kind of, it popularized uh you start I like, feeling I like for a bad them. person, which breaking bad perfected. Exactly. It started there yeah. in Sopranos. I have only seen the first couple episodes of Sopranos, really liked it. Other thing I have to get back to. I have seen the finale. That was when it first aired at my parents. I don't want to hear it. about it. I I I mean there's not I've much been, to hear, really. So Okay, I've been able to get through without anybody you know one time i was watching espn of all things right on dspn <laughs> yeah and for whatever reason one of the sports casters was like oh yeah this is like the finale of the sopranos i'm just like freaking out like trying to you yeah, know i'm happens. like full, fiddling with the controller i'm like i need to mute this i'm like why why is this spoilers happen to the best of us yeah but uh, you you always have to be alert that's all i'm saying yep uh, and then the only other thing I've been watching, it's uh, another TV show, uh, South Park. They have the... Never heard of it. <laughs> okay, well, do you That's like true. cartoons? I love South Park. <laughs> yes. Um, actually, funny thing, I've I've seen like, you know, random episodes of South Park, but this is the first time I've I've actually been... Started wa- a season? Yes, pretty much started a season. So it, they're on season 20 now. So yeah, I'm a little late to the game, but it's still really easy to jump in and, and yeah, get I to f- know the characters. I feel like this season's been pretty on point. I mean... I haven't Have seen the s- first episode because okay. it wasn't on demand, but I started with season. Uh, I watched episode two, which was I thought was hilarious. Okay, uh, you I should missed be- the whole like kneeing stuff with Kaepernick. yeah with Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was the on national uh, anthem. I got to watch the troll episode with uh, where like they're trolling on the internet. Oh right, right. All the that's kind of they- what they're doing right now. The yeah. that's what the last few episodes. Yeah, it have- ended on a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, don't need to get too far into South Park, but obviously, yeah, it's, great show. This is great. Watch yeah. it. All right, uh, so I guess we're moving to what I've been watching. So over the past week, I've gone to see the Harry Potter movies in IMAX. Right, yeah, they put so, them back on yep. the big screen. Yeah, it's been pretty awesome. There's I, there's an event pass. I bought it, 30 bucks. Like, why not? It's like, I don't know. Like, it's what, eight movies? Yeah, eight movies. So that's a good price to see it in IMAX. Yeah, I saw the sure. first four all in a row. You wait like an hour. <laughs> Passed out. I mean, I was really tired. I had to like drink energy drinks to stay up during the f- fourth one, which was fun watching the fourth one in IMAX, which is a uh, goblet of fire. So yeah, I, I is it weird? I'm sorry. Just is it weird going f- like back to back and seeing them? Because the movies are like what a few years apart. Not all of them. No, but, it was great. But like, like you see, like you're watching the yeah, first yeah, one, and then you see them get like a foot taller in the next one. You're like, I think it, that, it just makes it even better. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But like was great. I got to see all four in a row. And then the next day I went back to see, they did four a day. So I went to go see uh, five, six, seven, eight. And uh, five worked, Order of Phoenix. And then I went to go see six and it wasn't working. <laughs> so they said, here's a free IMAX ticket. Come back. Maybe the next one will work. Came back. 
Next one didn't work. Said, you probably shouldn't come back later. It probably won't work. <laughs> Came back later, it did work. But I had to see, so I had to watch eight. So I went from five to eight, which felt really weird. Then yeah. I came back later in the week and watched the ones I missed. But you got some free IMAX passes out of it, correct? Yeah, but like, just ruined the momentum. Well, yeah, I mean, that's not why you're going. I can't going say there. I watched them all in a row now. Okay, so how many how many IMAX passes did you get I out got of it? two. Two? Okay, so you can... It's, I mean, it's good. I mean... There's some good movies coming that out. That costs like 15 bucks for an IMAX. Yeah. So And I paid 30 bucks. And so, you, I mean, you, own, you own the Harry I Potter own, movies. I own them all, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... You, I mean I'm going to watch them again now. Yeah, so I, there you go. Just... All Harry Potter all week. I want to come on, comment on that. I thought four and two were re- strangely really good again, watching an IMAX, IMAX and usually they don't get enough love two and four. There's a lot of flaws with them. If you're like comparing it to the book, they're, but they're fun movies. I, I mean, it gets at this point, I've seen every single one super jumbled. I mean, you say yeah. two and four, I, I have no idea which. Okay. So what, uh, chamber of secrets and goblet of fire. Okay. Goblet of fire may be my favorite. That's, I think, for people who aren't super into Harry Potter, like Goblet of Fire, because yeah. it's like it's very it's very action based the movie, right, right. which is fun. That's why I liked watching it in the theater because I already know the story. I was getting a little tired towards the end, but the action kept me awake. Two, I just felt it's overshadowed. It's right between like one, the first one, which everyone loves because it's the first, and three, which everyone could, most people consider the best, uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. But Kenneth Branagh is in it. He plays Gilder- Gildery Lockhart, and he's just great. It's just great watching. He's hilarious. So I'd recommend cool. watching that one again. All right, yeah. I, I own them all as well, so I could maybe I'll get get around to that. It also got me pumped. Uh, I'm definitely going to see Fantastic Beasts when it comes out. Yeah, that, that looks pretty uh, pretty good. I think I don't think that's going to be a bust. Yeah. I hope not. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big fan of prequels, but we'll see. Okay. So I've also watched uh, this movie called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's directed by... Not on the air, Chris. All right. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Um, PG-13. Uh, Kiss Kicks Bang Bang is directed by Shane Black. He directed The Nice Guys. Came out this year. Really great movie. So I was recommended to see Kiss Kiss Bang Bang after seeing Nice Guys and liking it. And it's pretty similar in concept. I mean, you got like two guys kind of solving a mystery. It's got RDJ, Robert Downey Jr. You like him. Yeah, right, man. good actor. Got Val Kilmer. He's a... Uh, it was great, Val Kilmer. Yep. He's he's not as big now, but he was, well, he's bigger now, but in a different way. Right, right, of course. Um, I, uh, hope, I don't think he's going to be tuning into this. <laughs> I hope not. I love Val Kilmer. <laughs> it's very funny. It's got, um, it plays on cliches of like, you know, like the kind of like action movie, mystery movie kind of thing. Like things you wouldn't expect, it turns it on its head. Like you think one thing's happening, another thing happens. Similar to Hot Fuzz in that way. It like there's great scenes. I don't want to spoil, but there's a great scene with Robert Downey Jr. peeing in the bathroom. You gotta you gotta hmm. see it. It's great. It's funny. Okay. There's also a great scene with like Val. That's a tough tough one to say. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil. Like, I can't so tell you exactly what this scene's about, but he's <laughs> he's peeing. So just go watch. Oh, he's peeing a lot. Um, <laughs> okay. RDJ is also like is a scene where he like he loses a finger, which is really funny. Like it comes out of nowhere. It's dedication. <laughs> yeah, he really lost a finger. <laughs> Uh, also a great scene with um, RDJ and Val Kilmer in the lake. There's a great chemistry between them in the movie. I also recommend watching the com- commentary on it with Shane Black, RDJ, and Val Kilmer. It's hilarious. It's also very informative. There's a scene where they're picking up a dead body, Val and uh, Robert Downey Jr. And then Val's like points out like the body gets a lot lighter right here. And you watch it and like they just pick up the, the dead body without any problem. It's hilarious. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, because m- most of the time I feel like people just, you know, gl- they don't even check out those uh, special features too much anymore. And it's sad because a lot of DVDs are not, not having it anymore. Right, But it's, right. it's a great, it's, like if you do it well, it's great. Sometimes it's very boring. But Okay, so is that all you've been watching? Yep, that's it. Okay, so now we would like to move into uh, a segment uh, about the games and and uh, movies we've been missing. So a lot of it's the fall. A lot of great games, especially, uh, have been coming out. A lot of things are out. Hard to play it all and watch it all. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so I think I'll start off. And uh, I've been mi- missing mostly games. No surprise, uh, Mafia Three. I want to play that game. I know. It hasn't been getting amazing reviews. There's been some technical... It's pretty mixed. Right, yeah. It, on Steam, I just looked today, it's a 49%. Like, I think uh, it's, it's worse on Steam because PCs having, I think, more yeah, problems. Yeah, which is, you know, happens all the time. Like, Batman, uh, Arkham Knight had the same issues. But, uh, yeah, when, when you get uh, past that, I am hearing, though, that the story is pretty phenomenal. Story, soundtrack, I hear, is really good. Oh, soundtrack, yeah, people are raving. I also want to play this game very much. Yeah, so, I mean... If, with the Mafia games, I played Mafia Two, and it was the same. It was the same thing. People complained uh, about the open world. They had this big city, but I played a little bit of Mafia Two. Okay, I can't really remember that. Okay, well, there's like this big city you're driving around, and it's like you know a pretty cool like open world, but there's just nothing to do. You're just the only thing you can really do is go like collect magazines. Like they have Playboys, and go collect, and you know at, you can only do that for so long before you uh, lose interest. Uh, but the story was really good in Mafia 2. So it's kind of, I mean, unfortunately, they didn't really learn, it sounds like. Well, I'm hearing the big problems is like AI stuff with like like non-playable characters. Uh, I saw some videos of like people just like lining up bodies in the streets and like kind of breaking the game. I hear it's a lot of breaking the game. But I hear I've like never been to, in a funny way, at least we can give them that. I mean, I've never been to New Orleans, Chris, so <laughs> I don't know how people act. I don't know if you can line them up like that or not. I hear you can. <laughs> according to this game you can yes yeah but i will say uh, as ex- i was super hyped on this game but now with the reviews and the issues i think i'm more willing to let it pass for now and hopefully pick it up you know like 50 percent discount yeah i was the- getting vibes of like you know like witcher 3 came out two and one people aren't saying they're not great there's problems with them Right. And three nails it though. Yeah, I was hoping Mafia would do the same. I mean, it's there's really no excuse for them to get the open world wrong again, especially with all the money. Hopefully, they're... it's stuff they can fix. Hope I don't know, but I mean, they they're just dumping so much money in this game, and it's it's really a shame that maybe they focus too much on soundtracks and not <laughs> sure like fixing took... their AI. Yeah, I I don't know, but uh, still looks cool regardless. Uh, okay. So the next game is uh, Forza Horizon 3. I am, I'm a car guy. Uh, I'm not a car guy, so I could care less about Forza. <laughs> okay, uh, that's fair enough. Uh, but yeah, it's it, the cars look so realistic, and they have so many. Uh, I mean, you can go from driving like a BMW M5 to, you know, like a RAV4. and Always wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a lot of like jumps and things. Uh, I love jumps. Just too. like you're just driving around uh, really cool areas like on the beach and in the forest. Uh, so that looks super fun. Seems. Have you played? Uh, I mean, how do you think the multiplayer is? You hear anything on that? Uh, well, that's kind of what uh, people really like about the Horizon series okay. of, of the Forza games is they are fun to just jump in with your friends and uh, do like races. Now, is this the one with uh, they drop you in like a helicopter or is that a different car game? 
I think you're thinking of Trackmania, actually. Maybe. Like the latest Trackmania. Uh, there's some car game like inter- like innovating with the way they drop you in with your uh, friends. Okay, okay. Maybe we're thinking of different games. But, I mean, Forza might do something like that. I mean, I haven't, as this segment suggests, I have They haven't, all run together for me. Right. I haven't gotten my hands on Forza, it. Mario Kart, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> but, yeah, that looks that looks great. And it's getting really good reviews. So, um, I, you know, I want to pick that up at some point. And then last game real quick is uh, Gears of War 4. Now, this is interesting. I also want to play Gears of War 4. When I was watching the Harry Potter movies, I had to watch the Gears of War 4 trailer every time before the movie starts. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah they, I've seen a lot of advertisements for this for this game as well all over the place, so they're really pushing it. Um, That's eight times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, actually, one of the things I'm most excited for in Gears of War is the fact that it's uh, published by Microsoft, which... As they announced uh, at the latest E3, pretty much all the games that they publish from here on out, you can play on your PC. Yeah, so I really want to try because I have a you know a fairly powerful PC, like you know, it's about like twelve hundred dollars. So I'd really like to see how how it runs on my PC. I don't think it's like crazy different, uh, but I d- I have heard it looks a little bit nicer on the PC. So. So that's pretty cool. Um, now, did, uh, did you say you played a lot of Gears, or would this be like the first entry? No, no, no. This will be my very first uh, Gears of War game. Uh, and honestly, from what I'm hearing, it's like it, this ge- This Gears has been just like the others. I hear the story is really good. Okay, well, I've heard like it's a good story, but they just haven't changed. Like it's almost like the same story. Okay, as the play-by-play f- kind of story. Yeah, it's just very similar to the first one. Like the series hasn't well, grown. that's great for us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it looks. Uh, I, I'm hearing it's a beautiful looking game. I feel like the consoles at this point are really hitting their strides. The games coming out, they're they're starting to look. They have a big library now. They actually look next generation. I feel like these games now, which is which is pretty exciting. I never really played Gears. I can remember when it, the first Gears game, seeing it in GameStop, like just trying it out at the GameStop. Yeah, they like, had, being like they this had looks the, amazing. Right, they had the whole then. like cover system that was. Uh, really new at the time and pretty innovative uh, and apparently that's still back and you know in full effect so a lot of people are saying they're starting to feel nostalgic for it yeah because it's been a little bit since they've come out with and a new sometimes gears. you don't realize it's been that long right it sounds like they it was good that they had a break between this one and the yeah, last Yeah, i like it took time right and it's not like assassin's creed yeah. or something well, they're taking time now yeah they are taking time now which is good but uh okay so that's that's about it for me what i've been missing Eric gave us a lot of games. I would have put those games on, but I don't want to talk about it twice. Right. So um, I have a movie, The Accountant. You saw this trailer. I sent it to you because you're going to be an accountant. <laughs> I would have saw it. It came out the same time that IMAX Harry Potter was playing. I could have saw it with my free ticket, but figured I'd save it. Got mixed reviews, so I'm like, I'll just wait. I'll wait on it. But the trailers looked great. The only thing I thought was a problem with the trailers is like Anna Kendrick really seemed out of place when I watched the trailer. Kind of like turned me off in tone. I love Ben Affleck, though, especially since he's turned his career around, you know, with his directing. I'm just going to have to wait on it. Yeah, it looks, like, promising, like you said. Some people are saying it's great. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Actually, real quick, I I saw on Reddit a little bit ago uh, this this cool uh, post, and it was saying how uh, when you go on a website like Rotten Tomatoes uh, and you, you see the score, you shouldn't really rate it like, okay, if it gets a 70%, you shouldn't be like, okay, that's a C minus. I'm not going to see that movie. But rather you should be like, okay, there's a 70% chance I, I'll like this movie. And I think that's the way 
people should kind of try. I mean, with video games and them being $60. It's I can a- see that. I mean, I put Super on my top three. Super got a 48. I can I think movies that are around 50 actually could be great depending on who you are as a right. person and what you enjoy in movies. Right. Yeah. It's a little different with video games, but I think that's a good way to look at, at movies. Yeah. Like, don't just... Don't pull I don't it say off. It don't l- only watch movies that get like a 95 or above, you know? Yeah, I think Rotten Tomatoes is a good judgment, though, of paying to see it in theaters because you're paying money. Yeah, and you're only going to see it once. And you, there's only so much you can judge up before actually seeing it, right? So if it's got a, like a, a really bad grade, I might as well just wait for it to come out That's and pay true. less money. That's true. Okay. All right. Uh, my next thing is a TV show, uh, Luke Cage on Netflix. I watched Daredevil. I haven't seen uh, Jessica Jones. I want to, though, because I love David Tennant. Doctor Who. Daredevil season one was great, I thought. It was uh, like almost perfect. Uh, season two, I thought it had some flaws. Like The finale wasn't great, but I loved Punisher in it. So I was hyped for Luke Cage. Uh, I said I put it on my missing, but I have watched like the first four episodes. I-, I had to get back to it. People say it gets better with every episode, but I feel like there's something off when I watch it. I feel like either it's the dialogue or some performances. It just feels like, I don't know, it just feels awkward. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. All right. I can see that. It just feels like some scenes just don't feel right. I don't know what it is. I'm going to go back and watch it. It could be directing. I don't know. People are saying it's great though. Well, it's kind of hard to pace. I think it's a little overhyped. It can be kind of hard to pace uh, these uh, these TV shows now with, like how many episodes are they planning? Do you know? I forget how many is in the season. I think it's probably around 10. But I feel like especially with these, these like, you know, comic book. Uh, I don't know when they're going to make another season. They made Daredevil season one, two. I don't think they're making Daredevil 3 yet, season 3 yet, but they're making Punisher, so I'm excited for that. Okay. But I'm just saying, I feel like, so let's just say there's like 10 episodes uh, and with these like comic book uh, seasons, but you can probably really condense them down to you know, like two hours worth or like three hours of good content, and then a lot of it can kind of be like filler. It's So that I, maybe that's what's kind of bothering you is the pacing a I, little bit. I don't know. You would think the first, like the first, like there's some great, like some great performances and like so I'm like just kind of off and like I don't think it's anything with pacing. I just feel like some scenes are badly directed. Okay. Well, just, yeah, you're going to keep gonna, giving I'm it gonna, a shot. I'm going to finish it. All I'm right. going to see what I, I'm not going to just make my opinion now. Right. Okay. But it's how I feel so far. My last thing I've, I've been missing, which I actually want to see, which is getting decent reviews is Westworld on HBO. Same, same. Yes. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I honestly don't know if I'm going to like it. Like I'm kind of surprised by all the great uh, things I've been hearing about it. But, I mean, I'm trying to finish up The Sopranos, and then I, I'm going to give that a shot as soon as I'm done. I, I don't really know much about it. I, I, I should. I watched the trailers, but I forgot. But the trailers were intriguing when I watched them, so I'm definitely going to watch it. I love things on HBO. HBO does a great job. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's really all to say about that, but i got to watch that. And I plan to. I'm going to start soon. All right, so now let's uh, move on to some news. Uh Let's start off with uh, some game gaming news. It's actually a very, very big announcement uh, just recently. The Nintendo Switch has finally been revealed. You say Switch? I said Switch, yes. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, I can I can get behind that name. That's uh, Switch, it sounds fine, the name. It was codenamed NX, uh, which, you know, I like that too, but they're not going to stick with a codename. So Switch is cool. Uh, you know, it's it's the whole premise of uh, it's a they're more merging their portable uh, systems with their home consoles. So it's, you know, like you can switch between them. Uh, it's all like in one screen, right? All the... Yes. So if you know what a Wii U looks like, you know you got the gamepad, right? Yes. It it 
the switch looks like a gamepad. It really does. Yeah, it does. But you can actually uh, take off the sides of it, like where the controller pieces are. The the Joy Cons. Yeah, I believe that's, that's what, what they're, they're called. Yes, uh, and and then you can like give one to a friend, and uh, the the screen has like a stand, so you can stand it up and then use those little controllers. But all the technology's in the screen, right? Yes, I, I mean, I did hear a rumor that, okay, so there's a docking station. I think that's only for, like, being able to hook it up to your TV and stuff. That's what it seems like, uh, according to that official information we've gotten from Nintendo. But, uh, yeah, so you, you put it into the docking station, and then the screen uh, will go onto your TV, and you'll see what's going on there. But uh, there's a rumor saying that when the system's docked, it's actually able to be a little bit more powerful. So okay. we'll have to wait and see if that's true. I'm fine either way. They're saying it's going to be on the same level as like an Xbox One and PS4, right? I I don't know about that. At least that. that's what everyone's hoping at least. I mean, it's it's I mean, it's a portable system, so you have to remember that yeah. it's you, you know, it's very small. But is, is that a problem then? Nintendo's con- still going for like the gimmick? It's not. It's really not in my opinion. Nintendo does their own thing. Uh they've shown, you know, look at the Wii. The Wii was it looked like a GameCube in the in the graphics department. But Nintendo's biggest problem is like third party companies getting not staying them. with them. Getting behind, yeah, because they can't put their games on their consoles. You're right. Uh, well, they it does seem like they're getting a good amount of backers right now. At, at the very end of the official reveal That's video, just the start of it though. Like once the mm-hmm. system comes out, are they once like stay? the Scorpio comes out and uh, the PS4 is about to come out. But honestly, the PS4 isn't nearly as powerful as I was expecting it to be. It doesn't seem like it's going to be like a huge jump. And the, the Scorpio is, it's, it sounds like that's going to be powerful, but, but it, like, that seems really niche. Uh, so once the Switch is like a, like, like halfway through its lifespan, Xbox it and could be PlayStation hard. is going to be on their next new system. Right. It's going to be left in the dirt again. It could be hard to support, but as long as Nintendo doesn't make the mistakes they did with the Wii U, which, the big one of the biggest mistakes was they uh they waited so long to put out their quality first party games cuz Nintendo was so good at making their yeah, first good party at making games their games like people normally not everyone but like someone like me I don't care that I can't play Call of Duty on it or whatever because their first party content's so good yeah, so but don't you want Nintendo to make a system where it's not like a, a side console like you need to own another console to have that one not really. you just prefer to go to one console not really, because I feel like even if Nintendo made a console just as powerful or even more powerful than the uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, people aren't going to switch. They they love their ecosystems with the PS, PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, like, all their friends have those games. Like, that's not really the market that they should be going after. And, I mean, you can only make Mario look so good. I mean, he already looks really good in these games. It's just, I, I don't think, I think they made the right decision uh, in the in the graphics department on this one. Yeah, but let's talk about like what they're actually planning for people to use it, how they're going to use this system. So, so did you see the trailer? Yes. Or the video? What, what's like, no one's going to use their console like that. No one's going to be like, Hey, you want to play in the 2K park. 17 on a small screen after playing basketball for real? Yeah. yeah okay. No one's going to do that. Well, no, you're absolutely, absolutely right. Why show that? <laughs> There's not going to be like some hot girl walking down the street with her switch either, but okay. I, I mean, probably not, at least. I mean, anyway, but um, the the thing that I think they were really trying to uh, hit home is they're trying to make a comeback with, like, co-op games, which I am super excited to see because... Now, you can play co-op without other people owning 
uh, a switch. Yeah, right? yeah, like you can't. They showed so, like everyone having a switch playing together, but you don't need. That's to a have different. A yeah. Switch. I mean, yeah. So they showed uh, like four people with their own separate switches playing yeah. Splatoon uh, together. So like that's one way to do it. But they also showed since you can detach the Joy Cons, like you said, um, you can just give one of those to your friends, and then you can play uh, one game on the same screen. And if you dock it, then the small screen is not really an issue at that point. And like, like I understand the idea of the, like it's useful if you're traveling, right? You're on a plane, you're on a bus. Yeah, good to have. I but... do want to say one thing about that okay. though. Okay. <laughs> There's, I mean, I don't have the numbers uh, in front of me or anything, but with portable systems, they they've done studies and most people play their portable systems like strictly at home. Like people really don't because people don't feel comfortable. Then why is in the trailer someone's friends like calling from them out the window? And you're like, oh, I got to bring my switch with me. <laughs> Cause like, that's what I Nintendo would love to happen, but, but it's never going to happen. I mean, people are going to be playing their switches in their living rooms and in their bedrooms. If someone's like, Hey, come outside, socialize with me. I'm like, Oh, let me grab my switch. You know, what's gonna be fun. A switch. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, no, please leave me alone. I'm playing a game. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, a, a little cheesy trailer, like, you know, PlayStation. I feel Xbox. like that's when Nintendo actually thinks it's going to happen. I don't know. Well, I mean, they want their movements to happen. They never happen, though. Well, I, this that might be what it looks like in Japan. I have no idea. I've never been there. I know they they love their. Portable. I don't think it was Japan in the trailer. No, I think it was. Well, I mean, it the trailer was marketed for U.S. Yeah, but uh, as far like the people in the trailer. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But I mean, you have to remember, America's not uh, Nintendo's only market. So true. Yeah, I think I'm very hopeful for the system. It comes out, they they confirmed it's still coming out uh, March 2017. So not not far away at all. We're going to get plenty more information uh, about this. Namely, I'm really eager to hear about the price and the battery power of this thing. I mean, Yeah, battery power was a big thing. Yeah. Uh, Is it going to be like, what, three hours? What would you want from that? Oh, I mean, I would. I definitely hope it's more. I that's one of my. You think they're just gonna have like add-ons? I think it's get more battery power. They might have something like that. I I don't know. I think it's gonna be around three hours, and I'm not happy with that. Yeah, it's bad. Like ideally, you want it to be like ten hours. Like if you're going out, you're like you're gonna want way more than three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I mean, I'm just. I've heard like rumors saying it's it's lacking battery power, but what do you expect? It's it's a small screen holding all that stuff yeah and it's got it's gotta be all that horsepower in there yeah and having a battery that's like that's a fault though Why and they also they have to try and make they have to make it affordable too they can't say oh it's a thousand dollars and there's your battery power i mean they're also going the uh, cartridge route right for games yes so very similar to kind of like the cartridges you get in uh, uh for like your nintendo 3ds's now i don't really play that do you lose those games occasionally no, uh, I mean maybe you kids. Think small, do. Yeah, small kids would lose those games. Yeah, expensive uh, games. Yeah, like but small cartridges. You can say kids scratch, you know, regular discs as well. So, I, I guess. But like, if you say you're taking this to the park, right? Because you're taking it out. It's yeah. What it does, yeah. you leave your game at the park, it's gone. Well, you learn a life lesson then at that point. I guess <laughs> you learn don't buy Nintendo. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but uh, no, the cartridges. Real quick on that. There are some nice advantages, uh, namely in load times. Uh, and most Nintendo's games uh, aren't ginormous. They're not like the Call of Duty where it's yeah, okay. like 100 gigabytes, you know. So they can. that's why they can fit them on cartridges. Uh, so it'll be a lot more snappy in the load screens. So that's kind of a cool advantage. Like, don't get me wrong. It, it, like, it looks cool. Like, it looks really nice. Yep. If the battery power and the power of the system itself 
like lives up to like expectations, then it's a good system, I guess. Yeah, I mean, time will tell. I'm super excited for it. Uh, if they have, I'm sure they will have pre-orders going up pretty soon. If it's a reasonable price, I might have to uh, uh, hop on a pre-order for, you know, like a Christmas present or something. I don't know. We'll see. It was a little weird, though, that they used Skyrim as they're like, look at this system. It can play Skyrim. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, Skyrim is... Like six, five years, six yeah, years old? yeah. I mean, they have like the new updated. And who's buying Skyrim? Well, they have like the new updated Nintendo. graphics for Skyrim, so I think that's what they're trying to get at. But yeah, I know, I know that. But like, everyone already owns it, so I don't know. Yeah, true. Uh, it's. I mean, they did show a brand new 3D Mario game, so that's what I'm most excited about. And obviously, yeah, cool. the new Zelda game, uh, Breath of, Wa- of the Wild, which that'll be interesting to see Hopefully how it performs well. It looks like a good game. Yeah. All right, so I think we spent enough time on that. Next, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, the trailer. Uh, I'm excited about this. Yes. So I actually have never played uh, the first Red Dead I played Redemption. the first one. I beat it in like two days. It's a really great game. I've heard nothing but good things. The thing holding me back uh, mostly was I, I've been so afraid that I'm going to play Red Dead, beat it, and then a month later, they're going to announce Red Dead Redemption rem- remastered. And I'm, I'm going to be like, well, like I just... You know, I should have waited for that. But well, now you don't. Just play it now. Yeah, at this point now. now You're probably I can, pretty busy. Yeah, I can play it now at this point without uh, being too worried about that. Uh, so, you know, ideally in this next calendar year, I'll I'll try and play Red Dead. Well, if you only own a Switch, you probably won't be able to play it because it's coming out for PS4 <laughs> and Xbox One. Well, luckily I have a Xbox One, so I, I'm covered there. Okay. Well, it's also uh, probably not coming out for PC. Probably like a year maybe. Well, the like Red Dead Redemption, no, I don't know, Red Dead Redemption never made it to the PCs. I, hear, I heard it's because they had a lot of problems with the code and stuff. Okay, well, like, I can respect that. There's a lot of money to be made on PC with Red Dead. Yeah, absolutely. I think it'd be a huge missed opportunity to, well, it's kind of like, you know, X, XCOM 2. Uh, it's, it's the other way around, though. Uh, that is, it was only on PC, and then they eventually ported it to Xbox One and yeah, PS4. Yeah, it's just it's like, it money just, to be made. Yeah, it's it, it doesn't make sense to not do it. So, like, for the trailer itself, it didn't show much, but it showed enough for me. It had horses, cowboys, and guns. So, they have that theme of uh, the seven cowboys. Uh, that uh, There's rumors that it's uh, uh, John Marston's gang. It's like, there's rumors it's a prequel. Okay, gotcha. Because, yeah, they had that original, uh, they first posted that picture. Yeah, of, and then they showed him in the game. Yeah, exactly. So, that's definitely going to be uh, a storyline, I'm sure. But that's what's interesting. Uh if they're going to go prequel route or I doubt they go continuation because like that's almost the end of like the wild west. Like they're introducing like motored vehicles and stuff. Okay. And I didn't see any motor vehicles in the trailer. They did have canoes. So maybe water travel is a new form of traveling. They had trains again. So yeah. Yeah. We, and horse and buggy. I'm sure we'll get uh, plenty more news throughout the com- upcoming months. And then uh, the last, uh, Actually, I don't know how oh, many. Also, it will release in fall of 2017. Right. Yes. Uh, so looking forward to that. Um, and then this last bit of news I, I wanted to talk about. Um, I don't think most people probably heard about this, uh, but there has been a, a class action lawsuit for the uh, GTX 970 graphics card. And the re- I own one of these, so that's why I, I uh, know about this. But basically, when the 970 came out, uh, it was advertised to have four gigabytes of uh, the high-speed uh, GDDR5 RAM. And then kind of when people got their hands on it and started to test it, they eventually realized that it, 
the four gigs, like half of the four gigs was actually like a slower RAM that ran close to 80% slower. So it was more like three and a half gigabytes of the high speed RAM, which definitely makes a big difference. So people obviously were not happy about that. And there's been litigation going on uh, over this issue. And uh, NVIDIA throughout the whole litigation process, they've been strongly denying any like that they misled anyone. They said it was a miscommunication uh, between their like some departments uh, that they have, but they realized that they can't keep the litigation going and they uh, finally want to settle settle this. So there's this class action lawsuit happening. And well, isn't it that like they had a pay, like, they've now paid like one point three million dollars? Yes, like that's part of it. Uh, so legal fees. Yes, and the other part, the more interesting part, is that. Uh, anybody who bought a GTX 970 between September 1st of 2014 through August 24th of 2016, uh, you can get $30 uh, from NVIDIA if you can, uh, if you file a claim and then you can uh, prove that you bought, it doesn't matter how many. So if you bought five of them for whatever reason, you could get uh, $30 for all five. And how much was it originally? Like 350 That's kind of like the average price between... Uh, it's real like life cycle. So, uh, yeah, so $30, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's better than, better than nothing. Better than nothing. It's, it doesn't equate to that half of gigabyte. It's not like that's, yeah. they didn't base it off of that 30. Yeah. $30 is like an 8% refund. So, I mean, it's, it's something, uh, I already today I submitted my claim. So, you know, hopefully I'll get that $30. We'll see if it's a good process or not. If it takes time. Yeah, I don't get know. Your money back. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm sure it's going to take a little bit of time, but yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on that because it's right, a cool story. Yeah, it's a nice little interesting story. So we're gonna move on to movie news now. Yeah. All right. So uh, there's been a lot of cool trailers over the week. First one we're gonna talk about kind of relates to games is the Assassin's Creed trailer. So what do you think of that, Eric? <laughs> the party's just getting started. That's yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, I thought it was a funny... Why wasn't I invited? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it looks like... Well, it came out on the 18th of this week. Right. Um, I've played the first Assassin's Creed. I played through the majority of it. And so the, the trailer of the movie, I mean, looked like a lot of parkouring. Uh, yeah, that's, in, that's in Assassin's Creed. Yeah, you know, a lot of jumping off of roofs and, and whatnot. It's made by 20th Century Fox. Okay. It's starring Michael Fassbender as uh, the, the leading role. It's also got uh, Marion Cotillard, who's a great actress. She's from Midnight in Paris, a great movie. Uh, and you probably would know her from The Dark Knight Rises as uh, Ra's al Ghul's daughter, Talia al Ghul. Right. It's also directed by Justin Kurtzel, who directed Macbeth, who which starred both Fassbender and Cotillard. So that's interesting. I haven't seen Macbeth yet. I want to. And if that's great, hopefully they have good chemistry and make this great. Yeah, so... um. It's kind of ironic. I couldn't help but to think. Uh, so, like I said, I've only played the first Assassin's Creed. But from what I understand, uh, I forget which game it is, but they pretty much ruin the storyline. Like, I know fans are They really... ruin it in the uh, Assassin's Creed 3, where they um, go, like, to America. Yeah, something I like... I didn't play that one. That's where I stopped. I yeah. played Revelations. I was like, I had enough. I know people, like, were really upset about that. And it's just kind of ironic that now they're starting a movie with, like, you know, they're, you know, it's all about the storyline. Yeah, but I understand it because uh, the reason I really played Assassin's Creed, like I kept playing it, is because I really liked the story. You know, like like I liked, I didn't play the first one, but I started with one, uh, two and Brotherhood, and I thought they were great. I loved Desmond. Like I don't, I mean, I don't love Desmond, but like 
His character was interesting, and I liked Ezio, of course. Everyone loves Ezio. I mean, that story is what kept me interested. It sucked when they ruined it, and that's why I stopped playing. Well, so hopefully just the movie doesn't ruin it. Yeah, like three movies in. Right? I mean, I don't think they're, they're not, the story has nothing to do with the story from the game. Yeah, I don't think so. I think his uh, name is Cal- Callum Lynch. That's what he's going with for Fastbender. It's also going to be in the Spanish Inquisition, which most people didn't see that coming. They're definitely putting, looks like, a lot of money into it. So we'll see the final product, see how it turns out. Maybe it'll be the first good video game movie. Here's hoping. Uh, it, dep- uh, it depends what you qualify as a video game movie. That's kind of a Jeremy Irons is in it. I mean, like if you want to say Wreck It Ralph, that might not be good. I mean, I know I should. That's no one wants that to be. That like, doesn't count. Yeah, nobody wants that to be like. Oh, um, that's a, a good- movie based off a video game franchise. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's got. It comes some out hope. December twenty first, twenty sixteen. So it's pretty close. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. So what do, what do we have uh, next? Next we have the Guardians of the Galaxy two official trailer. It's a it's a teaser. Not a lot there. But, yeah, so uh, I wanted to ask you, because uh, we both seen this movie. Uh, yeah, we saw the first one. I liked it. Uh, I thought it got a lot of... It was pretty hyped. Uh, pe- people seemed to love it. I, yeah. I, liked, I know you were kind of like lukewarm on it. I, I love the characters. The characters are great. I love James Gunn, the director. thought some of the action kind of was like not that impactful. It felt kind of like just there. Mm-hmm. Like it meant nothing. But uh, overall, I liked it. Do you have like some I more... don't like the villain. The villain sucked. Okay. Do, or does this trailer give you more hope for the next one? Uh, I mean, it looks exactly almost like the yeah, first one. Yeah. Uh, they play looks the like, same song. Looks like maybe they're traveling around a little bit more in this one. I don't know. Well, yeah, hopefully it's more like uh, kind of like uh, going in caves and stuff, like how it started. Like, I feel like it's guaranteed to not be a bad movie. We just don't know how good of a movie it's going to be. Uh, yeah. Re- uh, I did like uh, they showed Rocket and Yandu together. That was cool, that scene. Interesting to see what Yandu is doing. So, like, the real question I have, though, uh, from this trailer is, do you think they're actually going to finally kill off Groot in this movie? Yeah, they're going to kill off little tiny Groot. <laughs> That's a large scene I didn't like. I can get behind Because obvious Groot wasn't going to die in the first one. Well, they actually show what's, him. What's but... redeemed it, though? Yeah, they showed him. But yeah. what redeemed it for me is that he's still small in yeah, this one. Just, you know. If he was full size again, I'd be like, okay, what was the point of the first I'm one? I'm pretty sure he's going to grow. he's small. Back. It's funny. It's hilarious. I, I mean, you already have Rocket. Like, you already had the small, yeah, funny Yeah, small character. Groot's cool, but I'm sure he's going to grow throughout the movie. Um, well, maybe by the end of it. Yeah, I, like, I don't know. We'll see. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Groot will be back to Vin Diesel size. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's probably enough on that. Uh, what what do we have up next? A Cure for Wellness. You might not have seen this trailer or heard about the movie. I was caught off guard. I wasn't ready for the trailer. I didn't know this movie was coming. Also made by 20th Century Fox. It was released on um, the 19th. It, it, the trailer looked amazing. It was beautiful. It was creepy. Yeah, it was, it very was creepy. It was very mysterious. Actually, I got more out of reading the description. You read the description? Because, like, <laughs> watching the trailer and then, like... You really don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and I read the description, like, what? Yeah, the description's very detailed. And That's what Dane DeHaan's doing? Yeah, and it sounds very... It sounds really interesting. It's, uh... That just, I mean, just that right there is a lot of deep. Like, you can kind of see where the movie's going to yeah, be going. The trailer shows him, like, already, like, partaking in, like, treatments and stuff. It's like, why is he doing that? Yeah, but, so, if if you watch this trailer, I, I recommend reading the description. You'll get a lot more out of it. Uh, but, yeah, it looks interesting, for sure. Uh, it's directed by Gore Verbinski. He directed The Ring. i never seen The Ring, but people like it. And the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Have you seen those? Um, The first couple. Well, the first one's great. I mean, yeah. oh, it's not great, but it's it really good. good. Yeah. And uh, the second, third, not so great. So, I mean, 
relating this back to video games, Gore Verbinski was originally supposed to do a Bioshock movie. Oh, right. And people were saying that, I haven't played Bioshock, so I want to know for myself, that the trailer gave off Bioshock feelings. Vibes, yeah. Yes. So maybe he, he's like, hey, I got I had an idea for Bioshock. I'm going to use it here. Cool, cool. Uh, the last thing I want to say real quick about this trailer, we're saying how mysterious it was and how they didn't give away a whole lot. I mean, I actually kind of can appreciate that, though, because like movie trailers, yes. I don't want to say like nowadays, I feel like movie trailers since they've been coming out have always kind of given uh, away too much. Like think about I feel like a lot of the ones today were pretty good, not giving away a lot. It depends. I mean, think about... Uh, I mean, yeah, Batman vs. Superman yes, Batman gave away a lot. Yeah, showing Doomsday in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I don't know. But yeah, so, I mean, I can appreciate that they didn't want to give away too much. Also, I wanted to mention the music. This music in it was great. It was perfect. Because I wanted to mention in uh, the Assassin's Creed trailer, music sucks. The music they've been using sucks. Not that the music itself sucks okay in the trailer it sucks wait wait do it you, doesn't fit what do you remember specifically i, I don't remember because like you're definitely right i can't remember i'm pretty sure kanye one of kanye songs it was maybe one. something like that it just like doesn't fit the tone yeah you're right because they're in like uh yeah the spanish inquisition and yeah, they're playing get some like awesome <laughs> instrumental music going yeah yeah you're right uh but this this trailer uh they did a cover of i want to be sedated by the ramones oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was great it yeah. was like you're like it's really creepy it was and, like fit really well yeah okay for sure all right uh, it comes out February 17, 2017. Not that far away. Hopefully mm-hmm. people go and see it because it's probably not going to get many people to see it. Okay, it's an uh, original idea. but We'll see. I think it's one of those movies where they don't, they're not really expect, it's not going to be like a box hit, you know, I'm box office, you know, hit. It's got some pretty like good stars. Dane DeHaan's great. You'd probably know him from Chronicle or The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. He's uh, the Goblin. Okay. In, yeah. in Spider-Man 2. So we'll be keeping an eye out for that. That's uh, uh, Cure for Wellness. Yes. Also, I want to mention uh, Jason Isaacs is in it. He plays Lucius Malfoy in Harry Potter. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. He was the guy talking at the beginning. Okay, cool. All right. All right. That's it for that. Next trailer is a really cool one. Logan. Yes. Yes. This one was really cool. Also made by 20th Century Fox. They're on a roll with great trailers. So, all right. Let's just right off the bat. Let's just start with the title. Logan, right? Yes. That's... You well, like? They were. I think they they would have used Old Man Logan, which is like it's a comic book Old Man Logan. With that would that would be cool too. Which is gutsy because Logan, it's you wouldn't Logan. know it's yeah. about X Men at all or Wolverine. Right. I mean, I'm just I'm pretty surprised that they didn't straight up say Wolverine. You know, well, they already did Wolverine. Right, but they could have said like Wolverine, like blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, they or did Wolverine twice. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So I think I you know kudos to them. It's just yeah. straight up Logan. I think that's pretty awesome. It's it's, it's uh gutsy. It's 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 what I want in comic book movies. This trailer. Mm-hmm. If the tra- if it lives up to the trailer, it might be my favorite comic book movie of all time. Yeah, it looks it looks great. Uh, I have honestly never followed the X Men movies a whole lot, but this one looks really promising for sure. Well, it stars Hugh Jackman as obviously Wolverine and Patrick Stewart as uh, Professor X. They're now like very old, and they say the X Men have all died. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing there's like. I don't know. There's probably more like uh, mutants out there. He's probably referring more to the X Men themselves, and it's going to be a lot more in the future after Days of Future Past, like after the uh, the the prelogue at the end. It probably takes place after that. So this is definitely Hugh Jackman's last uh, movie as Wolverine. They say that, but you never know. You when never he know. Talks. Okay, so I was going to ask, like, I mean, have you heard of any rumors of maybe who's going to, you know, be the next Wolverine? Well, there's rumors that the girl in it is X-23. I'm not really familiar with it. 
I haven't really read X Men comics. Right. But I'm I'm assuming she has similar powers to X Men. I mean, uh, to Logan because uh, Professor X says she's like you in the trailer. So I'm assuming she has similar mm-hmm. right, yeah, uh, powers to him. So who knows? That could be that'd be a, a terrible way to go though. Just like make her the new Wolverine. I mean, they made uh in the in the new uh, Iron Man comics. It's a it's a girl. It's I mean it's a gutsy. It's not thing the fact do. that it's a, like a girl. It's just I hate seeing like like you just like why can't Wolverine just be dead? You know he's gone because money, Chris. <laughs> I mean, at least give it a few years. Like well, like hopefully, 10 that's, years hopefully that's what. Well, I don't know. We'll see. But I think it all depends how it, well received this is. It's gonna be rated R, so which is awesome. Yeah, Deadpool is rated R, so mm-hmm. I guess they're comfortable going rated R now. Fox, I'm cool. I'm down with that. Also had great music. Johnny Cash, yeah, hurt. yeah. that was great. The oh music gosh, was probably even better in this one. I really, yeah. People like between games and movies, they've just been on point with their music lately for the most part. Not Assassin's Creed though. People were also like another uh, video game reference is that it's similar to Last of Us. Okay. Like I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think it's more. I I haven't played Last of Us, but I have seen movies like These Final Hours. There's a the movie Maggie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's also the movie The Road with Viggo Mortensen. Has pretty similar vibes to that. It's like kind of apocalyptic kind of feel, and you're like a, a, a grown man protecting a small child. So I have a question. So you've seen all the X Men movies? Yes, I've seen them all. All yeah. right. So I like I haven't seen any of them, and uh, but I kind of want to see this movie. Do you think I'll be able to watch it without being like totally? I think drunk? so. Okay. I think they're doing it in a way like they're setting it so far in the future it has like no relevance. To okay, it. cool. I mean, as long as you know, like, like a little bit of background, you know who Wolverine is. Yeah. Hopefully, like you know, Claws. Patrick Stewart is Professor X. Yeah, and they what, kind of what their powers are like. Professor X can like do mind things, yeah. <laughs> zap you, and Wolverine <laughs> can have claws and regenerate. Like <laughs> yeah. can regenerate. Yep, uh, and he's sad. He's a sad dude. He might die in this one, Wolverine. We'll see. That'd be a good one for me. I to think die that'd be a great way yeah. to end it. It's going to be released on March 3rd, 2017. Also not that far away. No, yeah. It's coming right up. Okay. So um, our next news is in a trailer, finally. It's uh, an announcement that Willy Wonka will be, is going to be remade. Not remade, but a new Willy Wonka movie. Yes. By uh, David Heyman and Warner Brothers. David Heyman is the producer of the eight Harry Potter movies. Oh, cool. And he's also doing the Fantastic Beasts. So... He has experience with adapting books to the big screen. Yeah, so uh, I've honestly never been uh, uh, much of a Willy Wonka fan. They've always kind of creeped Shame me out. on you. Like the Oompa Loompas and stuff. Actually, I Did you see it. both? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like the new one with... Uh, yeah, Tim Burton's mm-hmm. with Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, that that one, was crap. Yeah, that one didn't do me... Like, didn't Gene, do a whole lot better for me. The but. one with Gene Wilder, the original, is great. Parts of it I like. The fact but, that it does creep you out is why it's great. Yeah, but honestly, okay, I think part of it is because, like, quick story. Uh, <laughs> so I remember watching the movie, and I, my dad, I was, like, young at this point, and, and my dad, I was telling him, like, we were talking about the Oompa Loompas, and he's like, oh, like, he's, he's like, Eric, he's like, you know those exist in real life, right? I'm like, they do, Eric. I'm, I'm like, really? I'm, I'm like, okay. And he's okay. like, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, they live in the desert, uh, they <laughs> underground, they, they pop up and they go and eat little kids. And at, I'm just like, because I was already kind of like lukewarm on them. And then I hear that and I'm little. So you've seen the movie at this point. Yeah, I've seen the movie. I was but like. they only teach you life lessons in the movie. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. And I, That's where the kids went. 
Yeah, yeah. So I, maybe that has part of it, part to do with it. But uh, I don't know. I'm really interested about this, though. Fairly interest, interested, at least. Well, because I'm not interested in it. Really? I don't need to see another Willy Wonka movie. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I shouldn't have said, like, really interested. I wanted to correct myself. But You're intrigued. Yeah, because it's not a remake of, like, the original. It's, yes. It's going to be at least different it's the adventures of willy wonka what he did before the chocolate factory yeah which is like i don't care it's not an origin story it's not but it's it's like i think like they're, they're trying adventures. to make a franchise out of willy wonka it's like i don't need to see a willy wonka yeah, franchise. I, don't, I mean oh let's make adventures ca- of willy wonka it's Ooh. A cash grab then they're gonna remake willy wonka and the chocolate factory and then they're gonna have a charlie movie yeah i don't want, i don't want I that don't need to see that but maybe this one and I don't could be kind of cool see a standalone willy wonka movie about willy wonka when it's not played by gene wilder i know you can't do that obviously mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So just don't make it. I don't want to see someone trying to be Willy Wonka. Johnny well, Depp failed at it. You know, Wilder I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna really ever knock anyone on trying something new. It's kind of like it's not new though. <laughs> not like not new in the sense. I mean, it's it's an old IP, obviously, but uh, we're trying something different with it. I guess it's yes. like you can always, no matter how bad this movie is, you can always just never pay attention to it. You know? Yeah, until they make twenty of them, like, and I have to pay attention <laughs> to it because they're everywhere. Okay. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I like David Heyman, so that's the one thing going for it. Yeah. All right. All right, and then um, our last bit of news, uh, pretty recent news, is Donald Glover is going to be playing Lando Calrissian in the new Han Solo movie, standalone movie. Yeah, so this is... You familiar with Donald Glover at all? Yes, uh, I, I like Donald Glover uh, as an actor. Uh, I saw him in The Martian. That's all i really seen him in. Yes. I thought he was... Really good in it. Have you seen like Community? I've seen a little bit of Community, in, not where he's in it. He's in Four Seasons. Uh, I'm not a huge Community per, uh, fan, but I watched that for a bit. Um, yeah, so you know, I think that I don't think this is a bad casting. I think Orlando's you know, a is a funny guy. Don Glover is a funny guy. Right, right. Uh, I like the casting. I like the casting. I'm just afraid. I don't want a Han Solo movie. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's we could start there, but really, uh, I already know what Young Han Solo did. It's in A New Hope. True, true. Um, but yeah, go, with the casting, I mean, this is more like of a personal thing. And I know this happens to everybody uh, we've talked about before. But I feel like when I see Lando in this movie, I'm going to be seeing Donald Glover, right? Like, I mean, I know you haven't had a whole lot of experience with him. But I, I feel like because this happened to me in The Martian because he wasn't like a huge character. He popped in every once in a while. And every yeah. time he popped in, I'm like, oh, yo, it's it's Donald Glover. Well, no, it's up for no one really knows how much. Like Lando is going to be in the in the Han Solo movie. That's that's a good. It could point. be a small small role. So yeah, it'll could be just interesting. be how Han got the uh, Millennium Falcon. Who knows? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm just honestly hoping that they uh, take advantage uh, of his uh, musical talents uh, since he's a rapper, Childish Gambino. Yeah, everyone knows I hope, the new Han Solo movie is going to be a musical. Yeah, I hope they turn this into a musical. Yes. <laughs> uh, I I mean, I like this casting way better than the Han Solo casting, who is out in. I can't even say Erin um, Rick Reich. He's from. Don't look at me, Chris. He's from. <laughs> he's from Hail Caesar. I haven't seen Hail Caesar yet. I want to. Uh, he's. Just, I don't even think he's a big role in it, but it's really out of left field. I don't know. I don't think anyone else could play Han Solo besides Harrison Ford. Another, another, just like Willy Wonka. Just like sometimes the actor becomes the character and let it die with the with the with the actor. Well, you know, you know, with Star Wars, they're they're gonna have forty. I don't know. need. To, I back to the thing. I don't like prequels. I don't like you're you're holding in a small box to make something interesting, and you already know the outcome of these things. Exactly, exactly. Like they have the IP. Disney has this IP, and they 
like just go and start new. Their first go to movies in like the expanded universe is um, Rogue One, which is about getting a Death Star plans. You already know what happens. <laughs> yeah. Death Star blows up. Spoilers. Whoa, whoa, whoa uh, Chris. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We could do way more with that. Um, I'm sure Rogue One is gonna be interesting in other ways with new characters you haven't heard about. Yeah, like these aren't gonna be bad movies, but it's but, like just you're like, not gonna be able to continue Rogue One, really. Because no. it leads right into Star Wars. Exactly. And then your next see, idea is a Han Solo movie. You're stuck in a box there, too. I want to see new characters. I mean, even looking at the prequels, obviously terrible movies for the most part, but at least all, cool all new characters were introduced. Like Darth freaking Mole. He's on, he's a boss. I really hope... I mean, they can introduce interesting characters in these movies. It's just like, how much can you do with them because but they're I held like a into a prequel? But a movie of just brand new New Star characters. Wars. You can go freaking old... Rep- Old Republic. Yeah, exactly. So And nothing's attached to anything. You can't... Anything happens like in Old Republic is not going to affect what happens in the Star Wars movies. I mean, you think at some point they're, they're going to have to do that. We're just kind of like waiting. That's when I'll get back into Star Wars is when they do something yeah. new. I mean, I'm going to see all these movies, but... I don't want to see a Yoda movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't want to see like an even smaller green guy <laughs> learning how to his ways of the Force. Uh, uh, yeah. Obi-Wan movie, if Owen McGregor does it, I love him, so... I would be interested just for that fact. I thought he was like the only thing good about the prequels. But I still don't want to see it. I'm going to see it, but I definitely want to see them move past the, you know, the old characters. I'm and probably going to see new. all these Star Wars movies, even though I don't want to. The opening, because I love Star Wars. The opening music's just too good. You have to, especially now that we can go back and see these movies in the theaters. I mean, this is our chance to, to experience Star Wars in the big screen. It was awesome last I saw the prequels on the big screen. Well, yeah, but it's, that it's, great. it's a little different though because you already you've seen poop. those movies. It's it's always exciting to go and hear that music and see the the giant letters. Music wasn't that great in uh. Force no, the music was horrible. Uh, actually, I was super disappointed about that. But that's you know that's a different story. It wasn't horrible. I mean, it was horrible in the sense that it was like the old music. Like they didn't make new songs really. Yeah, there was nothing that stood out. Really. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, whatever. Like at least the prequels had Duel the Fates. Oh my gosh! Don't get me started. on <laughs> You know you love that. Bye. Okay, Eric. Is it copyright. Oh yeah. So, I think we can, I think we can play it for ten seconds or so. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's really. I mean, nothing against Star Wars. Love Star Wars, but also hate Star Wars. It, so it's a love hate relationship for sure. That's the end of that uh, that segment. So we move on to our last one. Yeah. Uh. So the final. We want to uh, talk a little bit about a a card game. Uh, it's called Exploding Kittens, and honestly, like we are super familiar with this game, but I'm not so sure that like the general public is. Like, I mean, one I mean, of- if you want the rules, you get to look it up. But the general gist is, um, card game. All cards are related to like some kind of funny thing with kittens. Mm-hmm. You go around a circle, like kind of like Uno, and then you constantly draw cards at the top of a deck, and if you draw a bomb. You, you have lose, to you, unless you have a diffuse card. Yeah, unless you can get out of the situation, and then that's when it like you know it gets really hectic, and you're trying to you know skip your turn or attack somebody else, and it's really fun. But really, after a round or two, you it's pretty easy to pick up. Yeah, absolutely. You can play with your family and and have a have a fun time. But really, the reason one of the reasons we wanted to talk about it today was because the uh, the first expansion uh, pack for it just came out called Imploding Kittens. Yeah, uh, which is a cool little twist. We played around uh, just before this podcast. It definitely changes it up. It's interesting. It adds, I think, more strategy. Where exploring kittens is more RNG based. You kind of you're still de- strat, but yeah. not as much. With the imploding kittens, they have way more strat now because you have way more cards, 
and different ways it, of playing. It depends how you play. Because you, you gotta can think moves ahead. You can like mix and match the new cards. You don't have to play with all of them because it does make the deck a pretty good amount bigger. Yeah, so it makes the game a lot longer. Yeah, it's it's definitely. We only got to play with three people. I think we would have had a better time with like six. Imploding kittens is like a game. I think you need at least four to play because the fun. the original exploding kittens is a two to five player games but with the expansion you can play with six people which is kind of nice so looking forward to doing that um the round we played was rushed little f- it was fun interesting want to play more yeah yeah definitely i mean we we played around so too early to say if it's bad or not i mean it's ten dollars and you get even if you don't like a that. lot of cards. Yeah. And like I said, you can mix and match. So if you don't like all the new cards, you don't have to play with them. So it's it's definitely a good value, I think. And if you're interested in all, like maybe just check out Exploding Kittens. Worry yeah. about imploding once you get that down. It was like, uh, as far as I know, it was a Kickstarted uh, a project. And I believe it was like one of the like most successful Kickstarters ever. So well, let's uh, talk about how did you first find exploding kittens in the first place right so uh we were actually at a friend's house uh over the summer and shout out to james if he's listening (laughs) he uh he introduced it uh to us he went to uh the local like game store and comic book store wasn't it yeah it was something like that and he just he went up to the to the people working there he's like hey like you recommend any any good games that are out good looking he said yeah (laughs) Yeah, they let that slide, and then, yeah. and so then, <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, they they're like, oh, this uh, new game, Exploding Kittens, is getting uh, we like this a lot, and James bought it, and which, you know, good on him because I risk. Yeah, I'm not. I'm especially with the name Exploding Kittens. I don't think I would have jumped on it, but uh, he made absolutely the right decision, and we've been playing it. We play it with our friends uh, a lot of the time, and it's a. Uh, it's a it's a great little card game. It's really easy to to bring yeah. with you. It's portable. I would say exploding kittens is very casual. Imploding, Super casual. Imploding might make it a little less casual. Yeah, like it. I wouldn't I wouldn't start anybody off with imploding kittens. I'd play the yeah. base game first and then work your way into uh, imploding kittens. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy with the the expansion. I'm glad I bought it and I'm looking forward to playing it uh, some more. And you'd recommend it, right? Yes, definitely. Ten bucks, good deal. Right. Yeah. So I guess that's the end of the podcast. Yeah, episode one uh, yeah. in the books. Could be interested to see what we do next week. Yeah, so uh, tune in next time. You can uh, follow us on on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, uh, it's at ENT Shelf Podcast on Twitter. Facebook is just Entertainment Shelf Podcast. Yes, so definitely uh, give us a like on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, and thank you for tuning in. All right, thanks. Bye.